0: What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Mindful Minute Podcast. My name is Mark Anthony Cuevas, your host, and hopefully within the next time we're going to be spending together, we provide at least the bare minimum 60 seconds of content that will be able to move the needle and help you change your aspect of life, whatever, whatever that is that you're gunning for, your fitness goals, your health and wellness. We you know anxiety mental health the guys this podcast to me and it, it just so you know the, we'll pre-record an intro later but this one means the most to me cuz it's the first one of going all in in what i want to do which is helping folks really achieve their fitness goals by not just you know whatever selling them you know this protein shake or this that supplement that this booty booty thing or whatever sweatband guys this to me is where we really get to dive deep into the fitness world and everything that could be wrong with it and the folks that not again everyone has good intentions and everyone's got bills to pay but again at the end of the day y'all the the folks that are putting their hard-earned money to want to see results to Want to feel better about themselves, to want to, again, be able to keep up with their kids, to see them walk down, walk them down the aisle, and to feel honestly feel great about yourself. And because too many times with social media nowadays, we are in an unfulfilling pursuit to look our best self to try to compete with that person that's next to us, our next door neighbor, the person, people we follow. And the thing is, that is so unfulfilling. You know, it's not. You you go go after this goal, right? You try to get these the six pack. You try to get ju- for for guys, right? Or you try to get the big butt for girls. And you know, a lot of times, what you want is that admiration and respect from other people. But what you don't understand is that a lot of people they look at the thing you have, and as opposed to looking at you and respecting you, it actually is the opposite. And they view what you have in terms of like I I want that, not I want to be that person, right? So l- let me clarify this for those a lot of folks out there that again in the fitness world you admire, respect, I admire, I respect. And it's not to take away from their hard work. So, to give you an example to kind of go, go deeper dive into this is, so when I used to valet, uh, I used to valet in college, right? And you know, driven all the nicest cars from people that came in, and you know, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Rolls Royce a couple of times. Which again, that's Starry Roof is amazing. It's beautiful. That car is amazing. But the biggest thing was. I don't remember the people that came out of those cars to this day. I even right now talking about this, I don't remember who they were, what they looked like, anything like that. What I will always remember is the color of that car, the inside of that car and telling myself, "I, I want this car one day. Right? So, my example by saying that is that when you buy these things, yes, I'm not saying don't go after these things. Don't you have nice things? Quality is everything. You want to have quality. Doesn't matter what you go for, whether it's you know your clothing. You 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 want to have the best of things. Like sit, you know, first class when you do stuff. It really does change your mentality. Like Steve Harvey said, it's it's a video that's popping up in my head. It said, you know, change, buy those first class tickets, save up, and do that because what it does, it conditions your mind to go after that time and time again. But the problem that's happening in society in the fitness world nowadays is they are trying to have what other people have. It, to fulfill something that can't be done, it because it, it, let me again, clarifying that again, it's you you will never look exactly like that person. So why should you go after what they have? right? So, again, I don't mean characteristics. Habits go after the habits of that person, but be very, very careful trying to look like someone. It's a very unfulfilling pursuit. And it, it leaves you empty because once you achieve that six pack, that, but whatever, you're still looking for that gratification from someone else. You're still putting someone else out there and saying, Hey, I want to look like this. I want to look like that. Like, why, why does, why do, why don't people, I want that admiration. There we go. I want that admiration. So, you know, be very, very cautious of that. So with this podcast, guys, I, you know, a little rant right there, but again, with this podcast, what I want to do is answer questions, you know, ask it on my social media, guys, I want to bring it on here and whatever that is, whether it's fitness, mental health, you know, my life, our life, whatever's going on, I want to be able to communicate, like talk about it and have that platform to be able to say what I think about it, what's going on. And I'm not saying I'm a guru or anything like that, but Again, this world is tough to navigate with so much insecurity, so much depression, so much anxiety that even I've dealt with, with my own insecurities and and anxiety and depression of like, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to compete and put all this pressure on myself to be something when the pursuit is, (sighs) take a breath, be yourself, because at the end of the day there's only one you, you know what I mean? So let's get into it, all right? So I asked today. A uh, couple questions. So, or I asked, "Hey guys, I'm I'm filming a podcast. I wanted to ask a question." So, first question that I got, and honestly, it these these questions, I'm only going to go over two. So, because honestly, these two questions are probably the best first questions that we could have had. But it says the first one is, "How can trainers do better to not shame people? People, particularly parents, regarding exercise." So this question is a little, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, right? So you are a person that you grew up, I'm just going to give a name, Billy, right? Billy has been the smallest guy in the block, you know, growing up through elementary school, middle school, high school, kind of hit a growth spurt, but never really, you know, wasn't that much of an athlete, kind of was an athlete, but like, you know, we all know Billy, right? We all know a Billy. But the thing is, he gets to college, and he starts to work out. He starts to drink. He's he's away from his parents. He parties a little bit. He gets in the fraternity. What happens? And, you know, he starts lifting every day. He gets the gut. You know, all of a sudden, you know, Billy turns out he, you know, doesn't want to do the corporate job, so he, he decides to be a personal trainer. And this... People really underestimate the impact you have as a personal trainer, fitness coach, health consultant, you know, PT, the list goes on and on. Strength coach. Literally, when I played football, you know, I played college football at a D3 school, and the impact that coaches have on people because as a personal trainer, you're a coach. You under your actions and your character matter so much. And I, at a young age, because I became a personal trainer at at 23, I didn't really understand the impact you can have on people's lives because you're changing, in your mind you're like, I'm just, you know, trying. you you get paid, you do these sessions, you know, you follow what I tell you and then like you hopefully you see some results and then you tell someone else about it. But it's deeper than that because there's someone out there that you have literally made them believe in something that they couldn't do before they met you, right? So going back to Billy becomes a personal trainer. And, you know, when you get certified as a personal trainer, you learn all the verbiage. I mean, you know, kinesiology, you learn all the anatomy, you know, rectus abdominis, you know, uh, piriformis, um, you know, gastrocnemius. Uh, sorry if I butchered that. But again, I'm just spitting off the top of my head muscles. And you, and you learn all the different sciences and nuances behind that. And because there are some folks that didn't have this kind of – I would say – because when you're when you're a personal trainer or a coach or anything, you're the one in charge. You lead the session because someone that dis- doesn't have this knowledge is coming here to, to ask you, of, like, hey, I want to know something that you know to get me results so I can feel better about myself and get results, right? So – and again, we're talking about the mental aspect of things. So like Billy – you know, becomes a personal trainer. And what happens is when you know, all this knowledge and you haven't kind of, I would say gone through some adversity. So like, you know, we're, we're again, we're, we don't know Billy's whole life story, but we'll just, again, saying that someone that isn't in it to help the people, they're just trying to go in it to make money and coach who the who's, who's they're not studying behind the scenes and, they're just kind of like watching some youtube video which again youtube can be very helpful i've learned a couple of exercises that i've helped my clients with with, uh, with explaining exercises but they're not in it to really make that impact right it, it, to get better right because at first you're not really trying to make an impact you're first you're just kind of like a deer in a headlights trying to figure it all out as a personal trainer but like he, they go into it trying to get the money, trying to do this, trying to be the six-pack swole guy. So they get this muscle they, they, that they've got in college. They become a personal trainer. They're this big dude. And this person, this parent, someone that is coming up to you not knowing anything at all is asking you, hey, help me. And what you do is you try to shovel down all these technical terms down their throat, right? You try to say you have to do it this way, that way, and the other, not understanding that obviously you might not be a parent, but not understanding that this person, like I, you know, we just have we just have just had Ace, well, not just had him, but seven months ago, right? Now on this podcast, if you're listening, it's seven months ago from when you're listening, and it is a fucking shock of like a lifestyle, you literally get punched in the face of, holy, I mean, Ace probably didn't stop crying for two weeks straight. And you're just trying to figure it the fuck out. And honestly, it's not that it's bad. Again, he's such a beautiful thing. But like when you go to someone for help, right, and you go to someone to say, help me, all you're asking for is a little bit of empathy. So basically, uh, what I get gather from this question is, you know how do trainers do better to not shame people? Uh, what I notice is a lot of trainers they they just try to like say this is my plan, this is what you have to do, and that's it, right? This you know this is what worked for me. You're gonna do a bro split. You're gonna do chest and tries. You're gonna do back and buys, and and that's it, right? And and it doesn't work that way, right? Susie has a knee injury that she doesn't recover from. She has shoulder problems from sitting at her desk. So she's hunched over. And so she has underactive muscles that her neck is tight. Her shoulders are tight. She has lower cross syndrome where her knees are caving in. So her calves are tight. Her glutes are underactive. So how are you developing a plan to engage those muscles so she can live a day-to-day lifestyle? How are you developing that plan? right? Not, are you creating this swole person or stronger print, which again, it is about that. Or you're not creating this person that like looks like a six pack abs or whatever. You want to make sure you have this person. Hold on one second. You want to make sure you have this person in kind of a guidance. And, and again, in the book that you have, right, it doesn't, you know, whatever personal training certification you get, you know, NASM, it, all those accredited companies, it, you know, obviously they they give you, you know, a microcycle, cycle, they give you the whole book of like how to develop, you know, periodization with different phases and everything like that. And they do a really, really amazing job of really breaking down the kind of like the structure of of like a workout what it needs to look like throughout the week maybe a month maybe a year and again going back to these trainers like Billy right that these folks and again it's okay to know this stuff it's awesome and and by all means you probably have studied your ass off to know as much as you know and I and I honestly and again I know I said it before of like you're not doing the backward you know behind the scenes training whatever but like You don't have to just stick – it's not set in stone because life isn't like that. And so what a lot of times these parents, they go into these sessions with these trainers and they get so discouraged because it's like they don't – you're not listening, right? It's You're not – let me hear what you need, right? A lot of times the break, it comes down to a lot of folks just really just need to lose fat and don't really need to emphasize so much in the beginning about training. So let's understand what a calorie deficit is. Okay. Let's understand that you work your ass off maybe nine to five. And on the weekends, you just want to relax with your kids, enjoy those two days that you have, and you don't want to have a training session maybe right now. Again, I'm not advocating for just a loosey-goosey program because again, you need that discipline to get results. What doesn't get tracked doesn't what doesn't get measured doesn't get tracked what doesn't get results. So you want to make sure when you are creating a program, or when you're explaining these things, it's like, okay, your goal is fat loss, Susie. You want to lose, you know, you weigh you know, you want to lose a hundred pounds in in a year, which is you know, whatever. Well, then let's understand what calories you're at. What what is your maintenance at? So calorie maintenance, a calorie is a unit of energy. So again, it gets stored as fat. Um, but you wanna make sure that when you set a calorie deficit, it is not too much at a deficit. So then you have the folks that are like, Well, you gotta do keto. Well, then you gotta do, you know, intermittent fasting because that works for me. Guys, it you know, it's it's all trial and error. Everything can work for anybody, obviously, but the biggest thing is, and again, it goes back to that thing, you want to be careful on who you're admiring because what works for them might not necessarily work for you. You know what I mean? Like now there's folks that, again, keto to me personally, it, it for in se- severe health cases, can be very beneficial because you're dropping weight a, 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 a ton, right? Because you're a, essentially taking away a macronutrient, which is a carbohydrate. But at the end of the day, carbohydrates serve a very very great purpose. So don't demonize carbs just because you're trying to again look great and lose weight, right? The goal is let's operate under calorie deficit. And if you're trying to gain muscle, then you want to operate at a calorie surplus, right? You want to have a high protein diet because the thermic effect, effect of food, it takes more energy for your body to burn protein. So again, having a trainer that understands practicality having someone that says hey you know breaking it down for you you know you want to have if you want to lose weight i let's operate under calorie deficit. Let's get some protein, you know, the recommended amount for you. I, I recommend a higher, you know, especially when you're losing fat is a high amount of protein. What's your, we want to get you moving. We want to raise your basal metabolic rate. We want to have you, you know, say if you go to the grocery store, let's park, you know, two buggy returns away, meaning like far, because what we're doing now is promoting an active lifestyle and taking away not the emphasis of training because training is so important. People underestimate that. Like how strong your body needs to be prepared on a day-to-day basis, not just to keep up with your kids, but just life in general. Like go through some hard shit and go through a workout. It, it literally changes your entire outlook of the, what you just went through. Because a workout, I mean, you're all the things that you're releasing, it's all the chemicals and, and just the stress. Just like when – ace was born, you know, I stopped working out. I, I, I literally, I, and it just swam. I felt like this weight was on top of me. And then what happens, it's so hard to get back into it because all you're thinking of the pain, the pain, but so you got to do some hard shit sometimes to get And again, it goes back to that discipline thing. So again, let's, I, you know, talking in a circle, but again, going to the explanation, it's, you want to go through trainers. Again, this is for y'all is guys have some empathy, look at their lifestyle. The goal is to get them moving sometimes because not everyone knows what you know. Not everyone has studied what you know. They've, they've, they, a lot of folks have been taken advantage of from the early, you know, 90, early 2000s of, you know, buy this testosterone pill, this weight loss pill and this weight loss plan. And it, nothing happened. Because the principle is the same. If you want to lose fat, it's a calorie deficit, deficit, right? And, and again, people are like, well, I don't want to track my macros. I don't want to. If you're serious about something, you get that discipline and you do it. You say, hey, I let myself go, which again, it's fine. But now I have to stick to a, a, a regimen, which again, trainers, this is where you come in as a support system. And if someone fails, trainers, you don't need to shame anybody because we're all human. They're human. They're dealing, again, you don't know what someone is experiencing. So I read the book, The, the, F- the Four Agreements, which again, I, I strongly recommend to anybody to read. It is a quick read and it'll change your entire perspective. One of the agreements is don't assume. Don't ever assume what people are going through. Just don't. Don't assume. Because you don't know the dream that people are living it it could be a dream, it could be a nightmare so have this is where you come in as here's a plan, shit happens let's work together let's formulate a plan, calorie deficit protein, whatever you want to gain a surplus if you, whatever your goal is for that client, be there for them guide that, like you know don't hold their hand, obviously you want to be tough you know you want not tough you want to be supportive, but you don't want to again in in just regurgitate your knowledge on them and expecting them to care because what they're dealing with every day doesn't necessarily cooperate with what you know right so you want to make sure that what you're saying right is like again impacting their day-to-day life whatever they're going through is saying hey you are doing or you know body weight front, or, you know, front squats, loaded front squats, because you want to be able, when you're picking up a box or you're picking up your kid, you can squat down and pick them up again, have some practice, like with your training and your, you know, with the way you communicate, communication is so under, I would say underrated. Yeah. So underrated. It's, it's just focus on your communication, and your empathy skills. And I think that's where you can really do better as a trainer because you already know what to do. All everyone else is coming to you as is for help. So help them. Find a way to listen. Look, we get it. You didn't get listened to all throughout the majority of your life. If you're a trainer, listen to this. We get it, man. And I'm not shaming anybody because, again, there's people that know way more than me. There's people that you know I know more than them. But, that, again, that's life. And that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to. This person is coming to you for help. So listen. Find out their goals and, again, make them smart goals. You you learn this in your certification. But make them goals that are measurable. They're specific. They can be achieved over a certain period of time. They're measurable. Put them together and listen. That's what I can say how trainers can do a better job to not shame people. So, guys, uh, next question. So we're going to go straight into it. Uh, All right. Do you get upset, feel down, any motivation for pessimistic people? All right. So, uh, yes, <laughs> I am human, uh, just like anybody else. So guys, it, it's, it's, it, it you know, I'm just going to be honest. It, it, it's a lot of pressure to again when, when you become a dad, it honestly is the biggest blessing of my entire life. I, I'm not even going to like that it, or run away from that fact it has honestly made me a better man it's made me really think about the man i want to be really made me i i literally read every single day um i and i only bring that up because i if you'd ask anybody growing up and my parents used to tell me to read instead of play video games or you know whatever they're like pick up a book sometime whatever and my son has made me want to do better at every aspect, business, myself, um, you know, my health and wellness, uh, be a better, you know, fiance in coming up a better husband. I, you know, partner for, for God's sakes, you know, I, yeah, I get down on it because it, and I think the reason why is because of the pressure, you know what I mean? And, um, oops. And as they walk in right now... <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm I'm recording the first episode. It's okay. I'm actually talking about Ace. So, guys, as you're listening to this, my family is home. So, they're listening. I'm literally talking about my son right now. I'm becoming a dad. So, yeah. It, it, you know, do I feel down? Hell, yeah. It is a lot of fucking pressure to... But I like it. You know, pressure makes diamonds. And it is a lot of pressure to be a supportive partner, be someone that my son looks up to. And I think that's what gets me is I want him, him and now his brother. We, we, are you know, three months, our baby boy, I'm not going to give the name. We're going to tell y'all when he's here. But it it really makes me want to be a better person. And the pressure really really gets to me sometimes because it, it's hard, man. You know, I started, I literally started, I moved cross country. I started a new business. I became famous, whatever I, celebrity you want to call it, um, you know, in the public eye. And again, that's another thing too. It's like, you know, trying to figure navigate that landscape because a lot of people don't understand what kind of go. Everyone's like, I want to be famous. I want to do this thing. I want to, you know, and again, I think when you have a vision and a pursuit, go for it. And you know, the fame will come. And it's not even about being famous because that if you're just famous and you don't have any value to give to anyone and you're not trying to help folks and you're not trying to be better or, you know, get your network to be better or push to move and and to make your to make your situation better, then I think that it's, again, going back to what we talked about fitness, it's an empty pursuit because you're just looking at what someone has and not looking at who they are, what they do, and the things they did to get to where they're at. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good. And for us, we didn't even fucking know what it was going to be something. We just kind of just, fuck eh, okay. it. I was 24 years old and I just did it. And it, we waited a year and a half for it to come out. It came out and boom. I mean, it just rocks you. And you, know, you have a bunch of people telling you so many voices, what to do, how you should do it. And none of them, no one have any experience. Uh, no one could have dealt, told me how to deal with what I did, right? With what happened with me. No one, not a soul, aside from maybe the folks that it happened to already. And maybe folks, about, because, and but at that point we're in a pandemic, no one really, you know, is talking to anybody. You're trying, I mean, you're kind of talking to folks and you're just trying to figure it the hell out. And I mean, it was a lot of, fucking pressure. I mean again, and and not you know what happened is that I got catapulted in the public eye and I started off in the pandemic doing like, you know, Instagram live videos and I started doing like, you know, really people still were tuning in, which was cool. I know it was cuz a lot of it cuz of the show, but like wow, like people are watching me and then I got invited to do what this the, at, for Shape Magazine, these this coaching s- summit like they do every year, unfortunately, the pandemic stopped it. But I, I was part of the top trainers, and it was so freaking awesome because I had put in the time it, it took me to get better as a trainer. The times – it was so freaking hard to get good at at, at being a, a personal trainer, and, like, I loved it. And a lot of folks are like, oh, you're a personal trainer. What, is that? what do you work at, like Gold's Gym? And even then, you know what? Don't fucking shit on anybody in, for any situation. You know, I was a fucking valet. And the amount of times you see folks that are driving the nicest – it's not even the folks that are the nicest car that are most successful. I had uh, literally one of the VPs of Wells Fargo in the southeast was getting driven around in a Toyota Sienna. Tip me a hundred dollars for Christmas. So never underestimate what like don't ever look down on people. You know what I mean? So again, I, you know, for me, yes, I get down on myself. I put a lot of pressure on myself, but that's life. It's the ebbs and flows of things. And you gotta ride the wave. You gotta just feel it don't run from it too many times people run from that pain and it they you know they don't want to be hurt you know they don't want to jump into that relationship they don't want to start that business they don't want because it fucking hurts you know what man i you know being being a dad fucking hurts right because it, it watching him grow up every single day it's like fuck he's he's not getting any younger starting a business and, you know, even though I had some knowledge, you bring in people, you, you lose people, you try one thing out of the other. And it's really made me just be able to accept mistakes and accept failure. And and when it happens, just, hey, it's not it's not the end of the world. Just get up and learn from it and move forward. And it's OK to feel down. But again, pessimism, it, it's OK to look at the future and be like, okay, this, you know, be realistic, right? But have those big goals, be optimistic. Life isn't, you know, it's not that bad, man. And it's, and don't get me wrong, it's fucking hard. And the times we've dealt with, it's freaking hard, freaking fucking, whatever. It's hard. It's, it really is hard. But again, it it goes back to that thing, choose your heart, right? So working out is hard, but so is being overweight, you know, it's, Everything's hard. So if you're down on yourself, I'll tell you this. Get a routine going. Start off, you know, I'll tell you this. Read, the, read, a, read this book, Atomic Habits. Start off there. Build some habits. Make it easy for yourself. Make it appealing. And, you know, start waking up early. You know, what helped me, I started meditating in the morning. I started stretching every morning. And that stretch, what it did was get my blood flow going and so do just start off with meditating for 10 minutes and stretching for 10 minutes and that's it then go read maybe five pages and start off from there and and watch as your life starts to take momentum is a real thing so as you start to do these small things these small wins you start to feel it more and more and more and more so y'all um yeah i'd say if you're down on your on your luck start off small get some small wins And don't be scared to take a chance on yourself and don't be scared to start working out and ask for help. It goes to our first question with the personal trainers. Find someone that you trust that says, hey, like, can you help me do this? Can you help me lose weight? Can you help me gain muscle? Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. And whatever your schedule is, find someone that is empathetic about it and don't get so down on yourself. And I know social media, it's really hard to look away from that compare game, but Learn some skills, invest in yourself, invest in books and, and coming from someone that didn't read at all wasn't an amazing student. I was like a b and a couple C's here and there, like whatever. like I, honestly, rarely any a's. I'll be honest. It was really B's and C's. and um coming from someone that didn't read that now I read every single day i i i the average person reads one book a year, right the one book and think about this. 10 pages, if you read 10 pages, how much, if if you look at your Instagram feed, how many posts have you read a day, right? How many, how many pages you think that equates to? So if you read 10 pages a day in 10 days, you've read a hundred pages. Now, again, that's, that's just slow. If a book's 150 pages, you're almost there. So again, it, it start off small, get some victories under your belt. I recommend that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's an amazing book that helped me start to build some habits. And uh, you can apply it to any aspect in life, whether you're training for something, whether you're a trainer, whether you want to learn something, whether you want to stop doing something, stop a habit. It's a perfect book that helped me get going. So don't get down on yourself, y'all. Keep it moving. But yeah, I think that's episode one. (laughs) Wow. So Yeah, guys, that's episode one. Um, I'm excited to keep this going. I'm excited to keep this moving. Um, Go ahead, y'all, and share this with someone that needs to hear this, that, you know, hopefully we've provided at least 60 seconds that might change your thinking, might change your perspective. So go ahead and, you know, turn your notifications on. If whatever you're on, make sure you subscribe to it, you support it, you share it. This podcast is only successful from y'all, and guys, thank you so much, and yeah, peace out. Thank you so much. Episode one. Let's go episode two.